0: As Pastor Mike and I were planning this service, uh, I guess we started about two months ago now. Uh, I sat down to write this sermon, and it came really fast, because I really believed this. My wife works with our children's program on Sunday nights. It's mostly boys and a couple fearless girls. And on Sunday nights, I get to work with our youth, and most nights when Mike and I get home, we're exhausted. But we can't stop talking about these kids, how we saw something click for someone, how he did this, uh, and it was amazing. She did this. Can you believe it? And we're so proud of all of these kids. But that's not why they're leading us in worship this morning. They aren't up here so we can show them off. They're up here because the church needs them. I posted a video to our Facebook page a bit over a month ago I've been hearing from my wife for weeks about how her crew of kids is in constant motion. Not just when they're playing games. Uh, when they do their Bible story, arms are swinging, bodies are twisting, legs are kicking, arms shoot up and down like this. They laugh a lot and they laugh really loud. It's not that they're distracted. They're paying attention. You can ask them a question. I did test this after their Bible story. They know all the answers. They know the answers, boom. They just can't stop moving. And I'd been waiting to see this for myself. So one evening as the youth and children were singing together, I watched a group of five boys, sure enough, twisting, swinging, but singing the whole time. And I thought to myself, this is perfect. So I snuck out my phone and I caught a video just of their feet, singing songs, sitting down, feet swinging every which way, always moving, but it's great. They were praising God. They just couldn't stop moving. It's wired into them. I wish you could see the front row right now. (laughs) Uh, And we need that. In our scripture passage for today, a teenager named Mary is pregnant with her first son. And she's gone to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who is also pregnant. And when Elizabeth hears Mary's greeting, the baby she's carrying leaps with joy. The baby can't help it. Because Mary is carrying Jesus, who will be the Christ, the Savior of the world. And Elizabeth, the Bible says, exclaimed with a loud cry. As some of our youth would say, she forgot her inside voice. She was just too excited. She was too joyful. So she just yelled, blessed are you. Blessed is your child. What did I do to deserve this? That the mother of my Lord, my God, has come to me. I am honored beyond belief. Elizabeth can't help it. She is in the presence of God, the Savior of the world, so she just yells. And Mary, this teenager, is so excited, she starts to sing. Because that moment, the joy is so thick that if you actually let yourself feel it, you have to move, to shout, to sing, to swing, and sometimes we need that. It's a gift that children and youth bring. Children have this explosive energy, curiosity, surprise. During our Bible stories, they'll ask, Joseph did what? That's crazy. They'll say, God did what? That's so cool. And they're right. Like Elizabeth and her baby and Mary, they can't help it. Kids just explode with excitement. All you can do is point it in the right direction and hope to God that nothing expensive breaks And as children grow, this explosive energy transforms a little. It becomes passion. Youth want something worth believing in, something worth sacrificing for. They buy gifts that are way too expensive when they're dating because it matters. They go for a run on the weekend to stay in shape for whatever sport because it matters. They speak seriously about the silliest things because it matters so much. They're like heat seeking missiles. They're looking for something worth sacrificing for. If they think you're talking a lot but not saying much, they'll tell you. They'll tell you if they get bored during a sermon. I know for a fact. <laughs> because listen, to them, it either matters or it doesn't. And if it doesn't matter, they want to know why on earth they should pay attention. And the church can't be a place where these gifts aren't welcomed. It can't be a place where children's energy and youth passion is quarantined off in the children's and youth programs. It can't be locked away during their time because we need it. The reverence of worship needs to be balanced with children's silliness. And the wisdom of age needs to be balanced by the impulsiveness of youth. Our children and youth help lead us in worship because God is worthy of explosive energy. God is something worth sacrificing for because he matters. Mary's song of praise is a teenager's passionate declaration. She sings, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. She is rejoicing because she might not be a big deal, but God still knows her name. To those who fear him, God will be merciful. He scatters the proud, he brings down the powerful, but he lifts the lowly with the explosive energy of a child. She doesn't speak. She sings. Is she any good at singing? Who knows? But it doesn't matter. She sings because the joy is so thick that you have to move. So let me give a few challenges today. First to the children and youth. The first thing Mary says is, my soul magnifies the Lord. You know that word magnify, like a magnifying glass, right? It means to make something stand out, to make it big. You're good at that. You have energy, you have joy, you have passion. So use them to remind people, to remind your friends, your family, each other, that God is big. And God is amazing. And that God is worthy of glory and praise. To the rest of us, Mary uses this line. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Notice the contrast she makes. It isn't between rich and poor. It's between rich and hungry. The word for rich, it means having an abundance. It's not just about money because money isn't the problem. The problem is when you stop feeling hungry. Children and youth will wake you up at 5 a.m. to open Christmas presents. They don't watch one episode on Netflix. They watch four seasons. Verify, yes. They don't eat one piece of candy. They get sick from eating all the candy. They're hungry. At church, they're hungry too. And they eat up new Bible stories and lessons of faith. My challenge to the rest of us is to be hungry for God, to live with that kind of passion that won't stop because you're always hungry for more. We have a lot to learn from our kids about passion and hunger, and they have a lot to learn from us. So challenge them and let them challenge you. Figure out how to do a Bible study with them so they can benefit from your wisdom and you can benefit from their curiosity. Play with them so they learn character and you remember recklessness. Pray with them, so they learn about the God you love, and you remember how much more there is to learn about that God. And I'll challenge you, pick one and mentor them, and find that you're both blessed more than you could have imagined. Our children and youth aren't guests in worship. They aren't guests in the ministry of this church. You wouldn't be a guest if you joined us on Sunday night. Because we can't live in boxes like that, or we'll have passion and energy that aren't guided by wisdom and truth. And we'll have wisdom and truth that have forgotten that in the presence of God, the reckless energy and passion is part of the truth. And in that tension, we learn from each other. We learn how to serve. We learn how to worship. As we continue through Advent today, we are led by our children and youth not because they're cute, not for pictures, because we need them to remind us if we don't feel joy in the presence of God, we missed it. And because a baby is coming, so we should smile and we should laugh. This Sunday, if you see someone who can't quite sit still, whose arms wiggle and their legs swing, remember Elizabeth, who forgot her inside voice. And remember Mary, the mother of God, who was so overcome by joy that she sang. Will you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, in a world that needs joy, we turn to you to find it. We ask that you fill us with a joy that is deep, a joy that comes only from you. Send us out this morning filled to the brim with excitement for the coming of the Messiah, Help us be people who bring joy to those who in this season especially need to see it and feel it. For all those who are lonely or sick or tired, for all those who have been hit with hard times, Lord, for this world where at every turn there is another tragedy plastered on the news, give us a wellspring of joy. When we draw from the wells of salvation, teach us to give thanks to you and exalt your name in all the nations. Lord, give us the exploding energy and the passion of those whose arms wiggle and feet swing. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Right now I want to say thank you to all the children and youth, all of you guys that participated in worship this morning. I do hope that we've all been filled with a gift of God's joy.